Hello, 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 people of the Lodge. Today's episode will feature a singer-songwriter out of Long Island, New York, by the name of Maria Rose. Maria is currently working on a music release that she plans to roll out this summer, so join us as we discuss all things music, old Disney movies, Chip Gang, and the masterpiece that is Spider-Man 3. But of course, first, a word from our sponsor. How are we doing? We are doing awesome. So, singer-songwriter. Tell me more about that. Let's jump right into it. All right. Well, I've been singing for a while. I actually had a fear of singing at first. I feel like everybody does. Yeah. Unless you're brought up in it when you're like three. Yeah, no. I I, I mean, I grew up in a musical family. I mean, my dad and my sister are drummers, but... Yeah. So you got natural rhythm, I'm sure. Natural rhythm, although recording is a little hard for me because I kind of... When I... Overdone. Well, we'll get to that. Fair enough. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so um, I didn't really get over my fear of singing until like when I tried out for that Calhoun Choir. Okay. Yeah, so cool. um, I, I was like, okay, I've wanted to do this for a long time. I know I'm afraid of singing, even to myself, because I was afraid I would suck. Mm-hmm. So I would just, uh, so I, I just said, you're doing this. You are doing this, and that's it, and this is the moment that you just start this thing that you have going on. So, yeah, that's what I did. And it worked out. It worked out. I actually got in. You crushed it. So what what was Was there no looking back from there? Was it you got in the Calhoun Choir and you finally accepted that you could sing and kind of let yourself thrive from there? Yeah, and I also, I learned something that a lot of people don't realize, especially being conditioned from the early stages of American Idol, you know, back in the day. Back in the day. When I was like 10. Clay Aiken, Ruben Stutter. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson. Those old names, yeah. Justin Guarini with the hair. Yeah, yes. Yep. I remember. Uh, yeah, like, what they didn't tell you is that singing is a skill. It's a technical skill. And uh, it's not... They didn't mention that it was something that you could actually get better at doing. Yeah, they don't do a very good job of illustrating exactly what you're saying, that it's something that can be practiced, that there's a technique to it, that it's not like there are some people who are born with quote-unquote natural talent, but really any Joe Schmo can learn how to sing. It's just something they would need to practice days on end. Yeah, people confuse talent with, I think, the right word is potential. Ah. Potential. And uh, th- and I remember finding that really discouraging when I was a kid. It was like, you either have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And, I w- and I was like, okay, so when I was a baby, if I was going to be a singer, I was going to have like this magic wand sprinkled over me and I mm-hmm. would have naturally been able to sing. And then I remember watching Sleeping Beauty and I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the red fairy gave her the gift of song. Why? Well, why did she miss me? You know, but <laughs> it didn't occur to me that like you could start singing at any age. So when I was fourteen, I was like, "Oh, this is this is happening. I could actually, I could actually do this." And you know, then, what I feel like a lot of it is too is the I think the hardest part is learning like everyone has their voice. You have your voice. Yeah. There's a certain style you're going to thrive in. And that's not to say you can't transcend genres or have some variety mm-hmm. to you, but there are typically you're born with a tone that's best suited for certain types of genres. And it may not be the genre you want or it may not be the voice you want. Maybe you wanted something deeper, maybe you wanted something more growly, maybe you wanted something more poppy. But I think what's really important is learning how to be creative with what you've been given. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I know for me, when I, I have kind of a similar story to you, I started deciding I wanted to sing when I was 16, which led to like three years of absolute rubbish, mm-hmm. absolute garbage. But I eventually found my style was more like an early 90s, you know, Eddie Vedder, Alice in Chains kind of style, which I love, but wasn't my favorite. I had just spent too many years trying to be a different kind of singer. Okay. I wanted to be fucking Freddie Mercury. And I spent <laughs> so many years trying to capture that when there was another route that was better suited for me. All right. So Sounds good. Now, when did you uh, pick up guitar then? So you started singing when you were 14. When did you pick up the axe? 16. 16. So it didn't take long. No, it was my Sweet 16 present. Oh, wow. Yeah. From mo- mom and dad? Yep. Very Some people nice. get a guitar. I mean, car. I got a guitar. There you go. And uh, guitar lasts longer. Yeah, lasts with you. F- Gets better with forever. Age. Yeah, exactly. If you take care of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Long term. Yeah, I still play that one. It's uh, it's called a silver tone. I don't really silver tone. Yeah, it, but it was an amazing starter ah. guitar. I practice with it. If I wanna, if I don't feel like taking my tailor out of the case, I'll just grab that because it's out in the open. Mm-hmm. Just, just accessible. Yeah, and it keeps it. It keeps it loose it keeps it you know from cracking and having dust on it yeah i keep uh, i keep my gibson on the wall and i probably once a week have to take it down just give it a little dust give it a little love give it a little dust (laughs) wipe like hey buddy you can't just stay up there yeah um but what other guitars do you have Um, well what are your go-to's you say you have a tailor what what kind of tailor GS Mini. GS Mini. Yeah, I'm too small to really play anything else right now. Well, you got the tiny hands. <laughs> yeah. And they've got guitars for people with tiny hands. Yep. It's a beautiful world we live in. Yeah. And was that your first acoustic guitar? Or? Uh, no, my first gu- acoustic guitar was the uh, Silvertone. The Silvertone. Oh, so the Silvertone. I imagine an electric. Like, my first guitar was a was an Esteban, another, like, knockoff brand you know, it's, that I loved. <laughs> was it designed by Esteban? Or, like, was he in charge of he it? Was, or? He was on... His face was on the box it came <laughs> in. So take that for what you will. It's, my answer is going to be probably not. All right. But he put his name on <laughs> he it. He put his name he, on like, it. Like, they put him in a room and he was like, uh, I, want, I like that one. Let's do that. Do that, that sounds one. good enough to slap my name on. That's what they do with perfumes. I is heard. it? Same I heard, thing? I heard that. They were like... This is pretty. Let's name that one after me. Well, you know what it is? My my roommate, he's got this Derek Jeter cologne that like he loves. He's like, it's going to be a sad day when my Derek Jeter cologne is gone. And I'm just like, what say did Derek Jeter have in that process? Like, I can't Was picture, he in the lab? Yeah, yeah. I can't picture him in a lab with beakers. And like, this is going to be the most like... Like conducting an evil scheme of like, yeah, this yeah. This will allure everybody well, uh, to who uh, wears uh. it. <laughs> 
So they probably do that with a lot of things. Yeah. But sticking to your music. So what are you pursuing currently? Are you playing live anywhere? Are you recording anything? Uh, What's the current pursuit? I started recording Very uh, nice. last week. Thank you. Very cool. Yeah. Um, all originals. Um, and what's your style like? My style is, well, my favorite is old school R&B. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I, I don't think you hear that much of it anymore. Well, I was going to say, you have an opportunity to make the old new again. Yeah, exactly. That's right. You don't hear much of and it anymore. And that's definitely what I want to do. Because, like, when I, when, I, uh, when I was little, I would see all these movies, and at the end credits, they always had this R&B tune, and I just loved it. And I was, <laughs> I, like, I just ate that up as a kid, and I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> so I have to sidetrack you for a second. Yeah. What R&B tunes, tunes specifically at the end credits stuck with you? Is there one screaming at you, or do you just get have the general vibe in your head? I have the general vibe in my head, but one of my favorites was uh, at the end of Anastasia, like, at the very end of the credits, was um, Aaliyah. Poor girl. Passed away. But hmm. anyway, she did the uh, Journey to the Past. Okay. Hearts don't fail me now. It was really just, oh, I get chills just thinking about that song. And then the other one was... Um, Oh God, Peebo Bry- Bryson. I don't know if you know who he is. He I did do like not. he did like at least two of them. He did a whole new world. Oh, so he's yeah. the end credits for Aladdin. That yeah. version of yeah, whole yeah, world. yeah, yeah. And also, interesting. Yeah, he also did like Beauty and the Beast, and like, and they were he did a duet with some girl named Shanice. That was the Pocahontas one, and then Celine Dion. So you got a you got a you got an old nineties Disney influence. Old nineties Disney. What I'm hearing. Yeah. Right, yeah. If you had to pick, if you had to pick best ninety best, I'll say best old school Disney film because more than the nineties. Well, what's your favorite old school Disney film? Lion King. Straight up same. Straight up, Straight up Lion same. King. What do you think of the the new one? Are you are you hyped or are you kind of like scared? I am terrified. Yeah, I am a little bit. Too. I am terrified. Like I want to like it. I'm going to go in wanting to like it. Yeah, I want to like it so bad. But, like, if John Favreau messes this up, I am never speaking to him again. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. Well, And I've never even spoken to him. I was going to say, you're going to delete him from your speed dial? I am deleting him from my speed (laughs) dial. I'm defriending him on Facebook. This guy I've never spoken to, he will just, that'll that'll just be it for me. Um, I'm with you. Because if that happens, I'm going to be heartbroken. Because it looks, it looks stunning. It does. It does look stunning. One thing I like, they kept James Earl Jones from Mufasa. Yes. One thing I hate, they took Jeremy Irons off of Scar. Who's he now? Well, he's not, he's not in it. They didn't get Jeremy Irons back. But yeah, he's still what? alive. Yeah. He's still kicking. Oh my gosh. So I'm really upset they didn't do that. Wait, what, what, who's Scar now? I don't know, but when I heard, listened to the trailer, I didn't really, it didn't sound as sinister. No, it didn't. It didn't sound as sinister it as it didn't. used to. It didn't. Um, I'm excited for some of the others they cast, like Beyonce as Nala. That's Sounds a good fun. fit. Donald and Glover yeah, as Simba. Yeah, Donald Glover as Simba, yeah. Like, those sound fun. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. That's perfect. Um, the guy playing Timon, what the hell's his name? Did you ever see Parks and Rec? Yeah. He's the, um, the crazy guy who yells at the end. He shows up in like some of the final seasons and he can't stop yelling. He had a show like Billy on the Street. You know, I'm kind of behind on Parks and Rec. That's I totally, fair. Like, yeah. That's fair. We could skip over him. But I know John Oliver is Zazu. And that has me hyped. Yeah. I just, it's like, here's the thing. John Favreau did Jungle Book. 
that was and that was great phenomenal i love joe that's what that's what gives me hope is like yeah. well favreau did us right with jungle book yeah hopefully he can do the same with lion king mm-hmm. but i think they're doing the same thing where we're not really going to get many songs they're only going to give us like two songs because that's kind of what they did with jungle book yeah they cut it down to like just but i i liked it though i mean i did yeah i don't think it's going to be the old 90s film but i don't think it needs to yeah, no, it doesn't need to be, because otherwise there's constant comparison, like Beauty and the Beast. I didn't see the, the live-action one. Did I take it you did. Yeah. You could spill out your opinion. Mixed feelings. Okay. How uh, was Emma? Emma was... You know, I would have felt more heart in it if they didn't auto-tune her voice. Mm. It was... She kind of sounded like Akon. Ooh. Borderline, borderline, borderline. Okay. Um, she, but you could tell she had a really nice voice, and you could tell she worked really hard. But the computer was probably cranked up to eleven, and it didn't fit the theme of the movie. Um, if well, it was it's supposed to be like an old timey yeah. feeling. You don't want the noticeable electronics in the music. No, it 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 did sound very mechanical, and I was like, you know. She doesn't have to be a Grammy-winning singer. She doesn't even have to be as good as Paige O'Hara, you know? Uh, but Keep it in pitch, keep it in rhythm, and we're fine. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think she did that. I was really l- trying to listen past the computer. Well, you know what it is? It's like not many, not many singers can really hit like perfect pitch on every note. You're always kind of hovering over it to yeah. an extent. So if, you, if, like you said, you turn that computer up to 11, it's going to correct those minute mistakes and that's kind of what's going to make it sound robotic. Yeah, and also that kind of takes the the human quality out of the music. I mean, definitely because you lose some emotion. Because sometimes do. you can you can hit the you can have a pitchy note, but like if there's a lot of like effort in it, yeah, it can sound refreshing. Yeah, like you know, it comes out raw. Yeah, who's who's a good example? Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Moana. I didn't see Moana. Oh, okay. Well, go see Moana. I've heard amazing things about Moana. It's incredible. I've heard it's like next level. It's better than Frozen, but I like Tangled better than all three of the 3D animated ones. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it just wasn't... They hyped Frozen too much for me. That I I felt let down. You know what's crazy? is like, I feel like it's such a new thing. People being able to pick up on when something's being pushed too hard. Yeah, I would have loved it probably (laughs) if if my expectations weren't so high. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing is um, because everything is so awesome now. Yeah, exactly. it's, It's easy to hype things up to the next level. Yeah. But... You almost set yourself up for failure when you set unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Because it's funny. uh, I think think it was Elon Musk who said, happiness is reality minus the expectations. That is so true. Yeah, exactly. So it's like when you have expectations through the roof, you can't win. You can't. You can't win. Mm -mm. Uh, What's the latest film you can recall being really disappointed by? Um, The latest film... If you don't have one, then good for you. <laughs> maybe you're good. Maybe you're good well, at one that you I, like. I mean, I might be able to think of one off the top of my head, but it definitely wouldn't be the latest. Um, that's one I was really disappointed in. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. It's, it's on its way. It's on its way. It's on its way. 
super bad. You didn't feel you weren't in the super bad. No. Well, when did you when did you see it? When what was it, like two years ago? Yeah, three? yeah, like three years ago. And I was like, this is dumb. I don't even think. I just ended up braiding my hair towards like the midway point. I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> you know, I have to. Here's my thing. I almost feel like that maybe I'm married into the film because I saw it when I was like 14. Yeah. So I'm always gonna be the 14 year old kid mm-hmm. watching Superbad, which I'm sure if you can imagine watching that movie through like a high school kid's eyes, yeah, you could probably envision it's a pretty like hilarious film. Yeah, I remember. Thinking, every time I watch it, I'm dying. I remember thinking, this sounds so funny. I got to see it, and then I never got around to seeing it. When it came out. I missed your time. You yeah. missed your time. You're yeah, too I missed mature. my time. You're too mature. I missed my time. And I was like, this is so dumb. It's juvenile. It's definitely it a juvenile It is so, like, <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> I loved This is the End. That's one of my favorite comedies oh of all time. Oh my God. So hilarious. But, but it's too funny that I don't want to give it away to your listeners because just... There's a specific scene. Give it away. This movie's years old. It's a, I'm a big fan of, okay. like, if something is years old, there's no spoiler-free zones anymore. So go ahead. The part where the Backstreet Boys come out at the end. Oh, when they're in heaven? Yes. <laughs> and they all, like, turn and they're like, no fucking way. I turned to my friend and I said, this is the greatest movie <laughs> I have ever seen just for that. I like. <laughs> I just love the concept of heaven that there was just like a giant amusement park in the back with roller coasters yeah. and the Backstreet Boys are just street performers. That's you exactly know, what I want my heaven to become. <laughs> Disney World with the Backstreet Boys work in the street. Yes. That's fair enough. I, I'd like a little more color. I'd like to be maybe a little, a little less cloudy. Color. Yeah, a little less. cloudy. I'd like to know where I'm going, and I'd like some some pavement somewhere, you know. But so, what do you think happens when we die? While well, we're on the topic of heaven, do uh, we go to the amusement park with the Backstreet Boys? Is that where we go? I hope so. It's not. I mean, there's much worse. There is so much. I'm worse. no Backstreet Boys fan, but like, you could go to much worse places. Like, you could come back here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say about the Lady Lodge? Holy shit! No! I just got roasted! Oh god! No, 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 You just torched me on my own show. Oh god, no! I meant I meant Earth. Fair enough. No, I know I have I have uh I have a couple of friends that say Earth is hell, and you know what? I think Earth is purgatory. I think it's in between. Yeah, they're like it's but I think you have to keep living life over and over and over until you learn from all your mistakes. And I think that takes like eons and eons of tries. I think this is my last try. I really, yeah, <laughs> I really and then do. You're tapping out. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, things are working out for me, but um. I, know, I could do this a million times. You could do this a million times. Well, uh, twenty six years, I could do a million times. I don't know how the other, the other end of this goes, but these first twenty six years, I could do them forever. Oh yeah, I could do them forever. Yeah, especially especially growing up in the nineties. I could do that Blessed. over and over again. Definitely, because it's just such a... You know what it was? It was like the spawn of the internet. So it's like culture was able to reach us at a level unseen before. Yeah, but not to the point where it was so instantaneous that yes. you weren't sh- that pulling your hair out. Yeah. That's a good point, that we weren't quite as enabled. It wasn't in our pocket. Yeah. The Backstreet Boys weren't in your pocket. Yeah. They were on the shelf somewhere. You had to take them off the shelf and put them inside a thing. Yeah. The electronic device didn't feel like it was a part of your body, you yes. know? You know what? I usually say this for the end, but while we're here, something, yeah. something I bring up to every guest is I ask if they're Chip Gang. Do you know about Chip Gang? Do you know what I mean by this yet? 
You don't. Okay. I have so, no idea what ship gang is. So like th- like Frito Lay. I don't even know what that is. We can educate each other. <laughs> the uh, the uh, snack company. No, no, no. Way off. Way off. Actually, I guess not because <laughs> Chip Gang. You know, I've had somebody who I fucking asked that question. They were like, Lays. Yeah, I'm Chip Gang. I like Lays. Anyway. Um, so there are scientists who are working on putting a chip in your body that give you... So you I, Now, it's, I feel like it just flooded. I feel like it just hit you. What the hell is this? A beautiful mind? Along those lines where it can do things like, hey, when you have a tumor developing, you get that red alert. You have this tumor. Go get it taken care of. You'll always catch cancer in stage one. Okay, that's okay. But what else is the government going to do with that? That's the question, isn't it? Um, well, you can now do Google searches with your thoughts, which I guess probably gives Google access to your thoughts in real time. So here's my question. Are you chip gang? Are you going to chip? Are you chipping? No. No, you're not chip gang. No, well, I, I chipped my dog, but that's because... You think you're better than your dog? No, I I just never, ever want to lose her. Fair enough. You know, so... So so what? Are you going to chip your kids? Would you? No. Okay. <laughs> I, actually, I actually had a discussion with one of my relatives about that. Like, she's like, yeah, you can chip your kid now. And I was like... That's disgusting. That's what I'm saying. I see where we're going. And I, and I was like, wait a minute. It's good if your kid gets lost in like, you know, when they're like two. But what happens when they're like 15, 16 years old and they're playing hooky and, and the mom calls the kid and exactly. says, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, mom, I'm in study hall. You know, I'm just, Bullshit, you know. Bullshit, you're and not. Then, and then she's like, wait, no, you're at the bagel store. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like you're grabbing fast food with your friends. Like you're playing hooky. I can tell, like, you know. You know, there are parents who are going to love that, though. When I saw, I first you saw know. this in the Disney mobile commercials, like, years ago, like, they had, like, their own cell phone line, and they, um, the kids were talking about all the cool phones, like, all the cool features on the phone, and then the mom brought the other moms around the computer and said, see, I can see Timmy's right oh there by the big God. tree, and they're like, you're the coolest mom ever. Oh. It's scary. You know, I knew I knew we were headed this way when I was like about 12 years old. I was at Disney World, speaking of Disney again. And like these parents just had their kids on leashes. And I was like, oh, so it's over. I was like, it's all over. Yeah. Parents can't even trust themselves to not put leashes on their children anymore. We're done. We're fucked. Oh, God. But here's where I stand. It's like. I'm kind of chip gang. Because I'm down if I can remove it. If I could slap this thing on. And just use it and then take it off. Have it not actually be in the bloodstream. I'm kind of for it. Okay. You know, if I could remove it. like It's like, think of it like Amazon Alexa. You can have it on your end table listening to all your conversations. Or you can have it in the middle of the parkway broken in a million pieces. Mm-hmm. It's up to you, really. What I... do you think? Could you get the removable chip? Could you do a removable chip? No. No, you just anti to the core i would feel like a cyborg yeah that's kind of what you are at that point yeah i mean i'm afraid of ever needing like joint replacement surgery or anything i'd feel like a cyborg you know you can like you can get a like um but i know i'll probably end up needing one like you know (laughs) but i I like to dance you could get you could get more than joint replacements now for like five thousand dollars you can get a new arm because of 3d printers 
That is awesome. What a, what a time yeah, to I be know. alive. You lose an arm if it's only 5K. Fuck, I lose my car, it's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, the whole chip, the chip thing. It's a sour it's a sour pill. It's a sour pill. I don't think I could ever go full blown. I think I have to draw the line at I need to have the choice whether or not this thing's in my head or not. No. I could tell you're really turned off by it. Oh, it is God. not your it is not your dance. No. 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 Oh, but you're pro dog no. chip. I am pro dog chip. Cat chip? Yeah. Okay. And and it's not like I have access to the chip. The vet just, you know. It monitors it. Monitors. So what about you know. something like that for humans? Something that was in you that was monitoring your health like that? No. No? No. So you're just full-blown not going to happen. No, just take care of yourself throughout your life. Live your life. Hopefully live up to 100. And I'm shooting know. for triple digits, too. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. I could I could die at 100 and like, one day. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'll be good. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I really think we're going to get to a point in our lifetime where we start fucking with, like, anti-aging technology. And not, like, bullshit plastic surgery, but, like, literal, like, cell regenerative technology. I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's okay for that. that. I'm okay with that. But what if you could only get that with the chip? What if they pinned you down like that? And they're like, oh, you could have, you could be young forever. You just, you just got a chip. I use moisturizer. Okay. So, like, I don't think that's going to be a problem. How do you stop governing tyranny? Moisturizer. Pond's cold cream. <laughs> so... Trying to get us back on track here yes. now that we've kind of spilled on the tangent. Yeah, I think we went on like 17 different tangents. We went really far. Yeah. We, we went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Your biggest musical influences. What would you say? Um, George Michael, I love him. Mm-hmm. Very nice, classic. Yep, classic. It's a cliche, but I really like the sounds of early Whitney and early Mariah. I just think that they're very powerful, very pretty, very, I'm like, but you know, you know, you know what I can, you know what I can say about them is their, their vocal melodies are not easily mimicked. Yes. And that's worth respecting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I may never cover any of their music. I mean, but I would like to one day be able to pull that off. Yeah. You know, or or write songs like that that other people can't pull off. Now, wouldn't that be something? That would be awesome. That's a mark of a good artist. If you can make a song that other people have trouble playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nothing against Wonderwall. No. But yeah. Yeah. What else? Snow Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Prince is another one. Yeah, Prince, he's out of this I world. I do, I do. I'm not even like the, the biggest Prince fan. The high falsetto but... Prince, even, even Justin Timberlake when he goes up in the high. You know, like, really crazy. Uh, what else? Um, well, I just want to say, very underrated about Prince, what a brilliant guitarist he was. Oh, God. Always, always underrated. Yes. Brilliant. Hendrix. Hendrix said there were things he could do that he was envious of. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh, man. Prince. That cool, cool looking guitar, too. Yeah. The purple, mm-hmm. the, the whole. Yep. I don't even know what it is, but it's like, cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Mars symbol or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, purple's a dope ass color. Oh yeah. Bringing blue and red together. Yep. Regality. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, they say it's the purple's the color of royalty. Yep. They say yeah. But yeah, uh, you were saying I kind of derailed <laughs> you from your influences. No, that's all right. Um, Lindsey Buckingham is also underrated. 
Is she 90s era? Is that where she's from? Where is she from? He is. Okay, I have the wrong person in mind. I have absolutely the wrong person in mind. That's all right. Lead singer of Fleetwood Mac, the main guy voice. Okay. Phenomenal guitarist. I've never played electric guitar. I've only ever played acoustic. Really? An electric acoustic. But, um, and like some classical guitar. But, you know, I've tried playing an actual, you know. Electric guitar? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> it's late at night. It's yes. late at night. Uh, but, yeah, I got a blister. On my hand. Wow. It was like snapping back. And you know what? The, the strings are made of different material. Yeah, I was... So I was to throw you off. Yeah, I was playing them way too hard. I tried that. And yeah, you just... were pressing them like they were acoustic strings. Yep. Yeah, you don't need to press down nearly as hard. Yeah. No, I feel like you could have fun on an electric. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Do you ever... Do you mess with any pedals or anything like that? I have a loop. A loop. I was going to say, that's really... Loop, I have a, a loop. A loop pedal changes the game. Yeah. I, I put it on the back burner for now because I was, you know, working on my vocals and mm-hmm. trying to get, like, a real style down. Mm-hmm. And also, like, with the songwriting. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. It can be a tough process, mm-hmm. songwriting, like writing songs while simultaneously trying to get better. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard to do both at yeah. once. It's like trying to lose weight and build muscle at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. It, oh, God, it's so hard. That's why I only have, like, maybe four completed songs mm-hmm. that I'm recording right now, but I finished them, and oh, yeah. I'm really happy about that. My My favorite one is called Dancing in My Underwear. That's awesome. That sounds hilarious. It is. It is. It's it's my magnum opus. It's my baby. <laughs> and so I, is it is it meant to be like a funny song? Oh or? yeah, yeah. It's not meant to be taken seriously. It's 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 really funny. It's Hell it's yeah. it's not like you know the mainstream you know whatever the heck all these pop singers are singing like in their sounds like lingerie. You have an, sounds like you have an opinion. Yeah, but like <laughs> nah, but but you well, you know what I mean. But like I do, I do. I it's do. it's it's a very different type of underwear. I mean like cotton like boxers and a tank top sort of thing, you I know. Feel I feel you. Yeah, so Well when uh do you have any anticipation as to when you're gonna release? <sighs> Is June realistic? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Summer. Why don't you um, just call it summer? Summer. Summer 2019. Summer 2019. I'm working with good people. Yeah? Yeah. I'm working with good That's people good. helping me. I didn't know jack squat about how to how to, how oh, to record. It's a whole other world. It Tracking, is. mixing, it is. mastering. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm think, I think I'm getting the hang of it. Yeah? Yeah, but my, uh, my voice was kind of swollen, so now I have like really... Sh- strong guitar parts and then on top of it i have like rough draft vocals that i'm gonna record on top of it so it's like uh, vocals are tough in the studio yeah it's usually the last thing you do yeah i i'm definitely doing that last mm-hmm. let it let it, everything soothe you know well is that how how do you write your songs typically do you have the music first lyrics later or do you are you more of a lyrics first music later which which i've done both done both do you I've have a preferred kind of Direction, or you kind of let it just come to you? Um, this is not going to be helpful at all with, you know, any aspiring songwriters out there. <laughs> but I usually have a dream. Subconscious dream while I'm sleeping. 
cool. And then I wake up and I sing into my cell phone. So like every every morning or middle of the night upon waking, you just get up and you just lay down the first thing in your head? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wait, have you are you the type have you ever kept the dream journal? Um like sometimes. Right, sometimes? Sometimes. Interesting. I have very vivid dreams. Interesting. But Me like too. I'll hear a song that I I'll, I'll be like turn that up. I want to listen to it. And then I wake up and I'm like, "Wait a minute. That song doesn't exist yet. I could bring it to life." Jump that in. Yeah. Jump that in. Yeah, but the the dancing in my underwear thing, actually the person that inspired me to do that was Lila. Do you remember Lila? Lila Stern? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, she um I remember we were having a conversation in school one day and she's like She's like, yeah, I do it. Do you? It's fun. Like, you should try it. And I was like, um, okay. <laughs> so, she, so like, it's kind of like, just like a lighthearted, funny thing that I like, was like, really, yeah, you know what? I see that in the movies all the time. I'm going to try that out. You know, so. you know what it is? It's, a, it's, an Im- it's an image of freedom, of, yeah. of, of being in the moment, prosperity, yeah. things are good. Like, very rarely are things bad when you're dancing in your underwear. No, nothing is ever bad. You can... you can Unless you're on, like, a really bad drug trip. Yeah. And the dancing's that's... just terrible. Yeah. And, and it's in the street. Yeah, and no. And you're wet and naked. Oh, oh God, no. Damn, this is just not good. Not yeah. a good day for you, huh? Yeah, no. It's... But otherwise, it's a good time. It is a good time. <laughs> it is a good time. Um, so I was in the... Uh, um, I was in this place performing that song. And I get off the stage and the MC, it was like an open mic night, and he steps down and we all had to sing like original songs. And the guy comes up and says, I liked that song. And it kind of inspired me to write my own song called Dancing in My Boxer Shorts. And someone in the, someone in the audience said, please, no. <laughs> I like that guy. Please, no! Please, God, no. What did this guy look like? Um, Someone you don't want to see in his box. I see. Okay, now now I understand more. More context. Oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. He must have been at least 60. Oh, boy. You know, at least he's got life in him. At least he has life in him. He's just the old guy making the weird joke because he knows he's the old guy who can make the weird joke. Yeah. To an extent, I kind of get it. Yeah. I'm almost afraid of becoming that guy. Eh. I'll, I'll take this anecdote as uh, a lesson not to. Yeah. If, if that's the best songwriting idea I've got is dancing in my boxer shorts when I'm 60. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you put that chip in your brain, you know. <laughs> you, you have you have uh, more time. I'll you know? have more time. I can just I can just record it from my imagination into Pro Tools, right? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But what do you think of, because you were kind of spilling on it earlier, what do you think of modern pop music? And I know this, it's its low-hanging fruit for anyone who wants to insult it, so if you wanted to go that route, nobody's going to blame you. Yeah. But. I don't really, I actually don't listen to it. I, I haven't listened to anything, like, on, like, let's say Z100 mm-hmm. in a couple of years. And if it, if I did, it was like, Ed Sheeran was on, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good song." Or, or Bruno Mars, or someone with I'll actual. Hand to, I'll hand it to Sheeran; he can write a really good guitar part. Yeah, I, I really have to. He's a, he's definitely talented. You know, I just 
the rest of these, they all sound the same. Mm-hmm. It all like, and there's no musical instruments, you know. It's all, it's all gone electronic now. And I'm not a fan. You can go a little electronic because that's cool and it kind of enhances. But I, I, I like I listen to things like Dave Matthews Band, like where you can really hear the instruments. And, like, I'm into, like, the whole saxophone, violin, slap bass, mm-hmm. you know. I'm with you. I mean, listen, maybe maybe I'm a crazy person. I could extend that olive branch here. That maybe I'm a crazy person. But it's like, in my experience playing music, it's, I could play a C note, right? Yeah. And depending on what I was thinking and feeling, that C note's going to sound different. Yeah. At least on a guitar. Yeah. Because you have the ability to bend and kind of squeeze tighter mm-hmm. or looser. It's... When you go straight electronic, it almost flattens that a little bit. It doesn't leave that room for you to press a little harder, bend a little more or less. Mm -hmm. It kind of takes that away from the song. And I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of that. Anything that can kind of keep it as organic as possible, I'm all about. Yeah, and Max Martin learned how to speak English, so the lyrics that make no sense are, you know, no longer with us. (laughs) You know, I, I, I miss that. Like, you know... Like, you are my fire, the one desire. <laughs> I never want to hear you say I want it that way. the hell does that mean? <laughs> no one cares, because it's amazing. No one cares. You know, I, 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 can, I can relate to you an extent, because some of my favorite music to listen to is, like, Japanese rock and roll. Yeah. And it's like, I have no idea what these fucking people are saying, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, like, it's the feeling of whoever's yeah. singing it that's resonating with me. I, like, that's why, like, I want, like, to write just a total nonsense song. Something totally riffable. Something that everyone knows, that everyone will put on the radio and say, like, that doesn't grammatically make any sense. I know! <laughs> Well, it makes me think of that Coldplay song, that they were all yellow. I think I know what, what you're talking about. What is that? About. What does that even mean? I don't know. He was talking about the stars. Look at the stars, how they shine for you, and they were all yellow. Mm-hmm. And I think he's even, whoever the songwriter is from Coldplay, the main writer anyway, I think he admitted that it's kind of just a, doesn't really make sense. He's yeah. like, oh no, yellow's, yellow's a feeling. Yellow's a, it's a feeling. It's not really, it's not really a thing. It's more just a feeling. Yeah. I don't know. Does that does that resonate with you or do you think Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or the like I mean I I just love the whole like, you know, it's music, don't take it too seriously. Just put the take the passion behind it seriously. But, I'm with you know, that. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that about a lot of different forms of art. I think I I've said this before but I think we I don't know how much of a nerd you are. I'm I'm pretty I'm I I'm I'm like Urkel. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm fair enough. So maybe pretty nerdy. Maybe maybe this will hit you. I feel like we suffer from what I call the Dark Knight syndrome, where okay. they successfully took something from our childhood. They made it dark, edgy, cool, yeah, and like a cinematic masterpiece. So now it's like everything from our childhood has to be that, or it's failed. Yeah. So you go, you know, yeah, yeah. So every after attempt is. Dark Knight Rises. Exactly. Much, yeah. No matter what, because everything has to be the Dark Knight, which I think that's funny because I almost feel like that trilogy suffered from its own syndrome. Yeah. Because I really liked the Dark Knight Rises. I thought it was a fun film. It's not as good as the Dark Knight. I was like, is this guy going to ever get out of that well? Like, I was <laughs> just like, is he ever getting out? Like, it's been like two minutes. Like, make the climb. He's watching Gotham burn on the TV, Bane left for him. Yeah, two minutes in a movie is like 17 hours in real life. I was like, 
like my brother had it on TV one time, and I left to go to the bathroom, paying him back, and I was like, he's still, he's still in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta make the climb. Gotta climb out of yeah. the darkness into the light. But I feel like it's a real thing. I feel like we almost can't allow ourselves to enjoy things anymore because it's like our. It's like our. How do I want to put this? It's gonna. This is the wrong way to say this. It's like our input receptors have been like overly saturated with cool shit mm-hmm. that just like standard cool shit doesn't even feel cool anymore to a lot of people. That yeah. might have been gibberish. What I said. I don't know. If- no, no. I totally get what you're talking about. Like. Like, the standard of what's good, it, it's all over the place. People can't decide, like, what to enjoy anymore. Yeah. And it sucks. It's like, uh, like are you a Star Wars fan at all? No. I, I, no. I mean, I think when I was little, I don't even remember it. I, I just remember seeing episode one in the theaters, and I said to my mom, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, Star Wars fans would agree with you. So you're right on the money. Okay, like, okay, good, good. No. Because, I, like, especially that guy that looked like he had long hair, but he was, like, really an alien. Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, no, nobody likes Jar oh, Jar Binks. Oh, he sucked. I yeah. remember having, like, nightmares about him. Well, did you know, I think the, the actor who portrayed him, and I could be so wrong about this, but the actor that portrayed him, I think, went through, like, a suicidal breakdown. Oh, because everyone hates Jar Jar Binks. I'm... So he's like, my life's work is just... It's 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 trash. I'm I'm not surprised, but he could take on another uh, role and totally. It's not like anybody would recognize him. Yeah, exactly. He could have just moved on. Exactly. I, but yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. I mean, I'm I don't want to say I'm easy to impress, but I enjoy things easily. Yeah. Like you don't need to blow my mind with music or video games or a movie or a book. Yeah. Just is it is it good? Did the person who made it enjoy making it? Yeah. Because if they did, you can kind of feel it on the other end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there are some things like, well, I'll ask you this. Are you into the Marvel series at all? Yeah. Really? Are you stoked for Endgame? No. No. I, well, I, 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 I'm, re- well, no, no, no. It's, it's not that, like, I don't think it'll be cool to watch, but. Are you over it? I You're have least... never seen any of the Avengers movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I've only seen, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which is my favorite one. Yeah, well, which do. is my favorite. That's my favorite one. Um, I'm like, I just think it's it's funny. I really... It's I'm not, fun. I'm not much of an epic person, as much as I am, like... Fun? I really want to laugh when I see yeah. a movie. So, I was, like, so my sister was like, you gotta see Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like... It's probably gonna be boring, you know, with the and my sisters were like, No, 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 no. I expected to hate it. Ended up laughing my brains out. I was like, I gotta see this thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I love when he drops the orb and then he hands it <laughs> like that and that was a that was a blooper too. They kept that in there. Oh god. Um Well Chris Pratt's also, fucking hilarious. Yeah. So. And what I'm gonna say is gonna be very, very controversial. I like it. Hot take. Spider-Man 3, I will watch it, ironically, with my brother, because it's hilarious. You came to the right place. I think it's the greatest American uh, comedy of all time. Spider-Man 3, the, the greatest scene in all of cinema history is James Franco eating the pie. How's the pie? So good. <laughs> so good. 
It doesn't get better than oh that. Oh my god. It actually doesn't get better than oh that. Oh my god. And then they're like, now take on this. Take on he gets emo he becomes like an emo jazz nerd yeah. no 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 he like moves his hair slightly to the left and now he's dark and, and edgy yeah yeah emo peter oh god oh man and then I the, wanna, the I dance will... oh the, the wiggling the when, he, when he gets like the new clothes and he comes out of the shop just I... like just yeah. clapping and grooving Oh my god. Oh god. I'll crack up. No, anytime yeah. that movie's on, I'll watch it. Oh my god. I think it's hilarious. I'm I trying to think what else. I just like I I've seen it more than more than like the other two just because And I love the other two. Yeah. I me actually too. really love me the too. other two. Me too. But like the third one I enjoy just in a different way. In a way different way. In a way different way. Well, yeah, the Spider-Man, I was Oh really... my god, and then you were that 70s show fan, right? Yes. And what's his fucking name as Brock Turner as Venom? Um, Topher Grace? Yeah. Fucking, Jesus Christ, Foreman. Foreman, that's our villain now. Foreman. Foreman. And he's, I like uh, Foreman. If you want forgiveness, get religion. That's, that's one of my favorite lives to that Do movie. Do you remember? Do you remember what you did, did to me? <laughs> and I'm like, I can't be intimidated by Foreman. I just, like. I like when he goes to church and he starts crying and he's like, God. I want you to kill Peter Parker. If you're such a villain, why don't you do it yourself? That's what I'm saying. He's like, no, I, I, I think you're pathetic. I love how he goes up into the tower when he hears the ringing and just automatically just goes, Peter? Parker? Parker? Yeah, like he just knows like, from like, a distance. Like a, how does he know that? No, it's... <laughs> and uh, why doesn't he turn into Spider-Man when the, when the, when when the, the symbiote, you know, symb- like, he turns into something, okay. Turns into Venom. My spider sense is tingling. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I don't Those think- of you listening, you have to see the hand motion. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the YouTube will enjoy it. I, no. No, I love shitty no movies. No one knows what they're talking about. I yeah. love shitty movies you can laugh at. Oh, God. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Yes. Yes, that movie was made for that. Oh that movie my was made god! For that kind of no one knows this movie. I can't quote it as well as I can quote Spider-Man Three, but I've seen this enough times. What's the difference between an owl and a bungee cord? My ass! <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, no one's gonna know what the fuck you just said. Oh, God. Stop me when you see a Radio Shack. <laughs> People are geniuses. We need more of those, like, lame overdubs oh, of movies. Oh, God. That shit's hilarious. And then, and then like, the, the 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 lady with the pigtails. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, no, I remember when I was young, that used to actually annoy me. Oh, God. But, like, and I'm, like... It's funny that it was on after a movie, like, on this movie channel, and I just kept watching the movie, and I was like, I don't know what just came on after (laughs) Die Hard, but, like, I'm, like, low-key obsessed with this. Is Die Hard the greatest Christmas movie of all time? Yes. I'm so glad you said that. Yes. It's, It's between, for me... It's it's between that and um, what's the one Arnold Schwarzenegger when he gets the kid? Why am I blanking on true this? True Lies. Yeah, no, not True Lies. Is it True Lies? No, 
What is the fucking Schwarzenegger movie? Where he has to get oh, the kid my, the action figure. Well, that's my favorite. <gasps> Jingle all the way. That's it. Jingle yeah. all the way. There it is. Yeah. That, I right, love that no, film. True Lies. I just. I don't know why I said True Lies. That has nothing to do with Christmas. I that, just love that's that. Arnold. Yeah, I, I love just love that movie. Schwarzenegger yeah. and Jamie Lee Curtis. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie's wild. Yeah, but uh, oh god. Oh, it's Turbo Time. You ever see Kindergarten Cop? Yes. I love that movie. Yeah, me I watched too. the movie like ten times a day when I was a kid. You know, it's really funny. Like. One time I was watching it with my dad, and halfway through the movie, he's like, wait, are we watching the same movie? Like, (laughs) there's like a shooter in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, no, it turns quick. It turns quick. For like like an hour and a half, you have a goofy movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger is a kindergarten teacher, and the last 30 minutes are like car, like bloody walls, shots fired, people rolling on the ground, half dead. Kids screaming, yeah, yeah, like, fire alarms. It just melts down. Oh, God, it reminds me of the movie The Other Guys, where I just, like, realized, <laughs> why am I not laughing anymore? Where are the jokes? Oh, you weren't a fan of The Other Guys? No, I loved it. I was going to say, I thought it was hilarious. But, like, the last 30 minutes. Yeah, go, that's right. Yeah, it becomes, like. Like, wait, am I you know watching I, the same movie? You know what I think did it perfectly? was Pineapple Express. I didn't see it yet. Oh so my gosh. I won't spoil it for I me. won't spoil anything, <laughs> but like, just know it takes an action turn, but when it takes that action turn, it stays hilarious. Okay. It's That's probably my favorite part of the film. I saw him on, do you know who Danny McBride is? Sounds familiar. Okay. I don't Let me think. think I do. Let me see. You saw This is the End? He's the guy who like, he woke <gasps> yes. up in the bathtub? Yeah. yeah. I, when I used to live in Charleston, I bumped into him at a random breakfast spot. Like, I went outside, because, like, my phone was ringing, and I was going to call someone back. And I walk outside, and I just walk into him. And I was like, I just put my hand out, he shook it, I was like, dude, thank you for the laughs. So he's like, dude, thank you! And he, like, just gave me this, like, this bro hug, and all these people came around, and he was just, like, the happiest, warmest guy. That's awesome. Because in the, in the movies, he always plays, like, scumbag, yeah, yeah, yeah. filthy, dirty, but he was just, like, the nicest, most appreciative guy I've, like... And I've met a couple of celebrities. Nobody's received me so warmly as he did. You know what? I, I'm i not surprised. Like, a lot of them, like... I feel like a lot of actors fall into playing almost their anti-persona. Yeah. Like, we all know Tom Cruise is not a badass. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> but he plays why, a good one. Yeah, that's why I think I would have so much fun, like, playing, like, a villainess. Like, someone, like, just evil, because... Well... Could be it. It's it's not your I typical day to day. I can be anything. I w- actually, when I'm on stage, I'll kind of like let loose and be like real crazy, and then like after the show, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I'm on stage, I'm like, come on, let's do this, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, something captures you. I, I've uh, you know what's crazy is like I'm weird. It's like when I'm on stage, I almost kind of just feel like the same person I've always been, but. I have a guitarist who I love playing with, mm-hmm. and he's like, nah, I'm a completely different thing when I'm on stage. Yeah. It's like, I'm enabled to be not necessarily who I really am, but my other side. That's yeah. al- always kind of just laying dormant within. Yeah, it's 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 almost like, I'm not like a different person, I'm just more amplified. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, I took a five-hour energy. Right, but do you actually do that, or do you get that rush when you go on stage? I've never taken a five-hour energy. Okay, but fair enough. <laughs> I could imagine that it's quite painful, you know? It's quite, it's quite the rush. It's quite the rush. So rounding us back. Yeah. So 
you know, we totally weren't just talking candidly in between cuts or anything. Yeah, but, no, 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 not at all. But you, um, so you're uh, currently a singing student. Yes. You're taking up the art of singing. I have been taking up the art of singing for quite some time, but for the past four years, I've had the privilege of um, having Cindy Harper's coach. Wow. Yeah. Well, how old is she or he? I think she's like 70. Damn. And she is unbelievable. And you would never, ever, ever know that. Like, she... Can she still sing at 70? Oh, hell yeah. And, like, like really well? Yes. I'm impressed by that, because I, I always feel like I'm like, once I'm 50, the voice is gone. And Cindy Harper is probably around that age. She's still killing it. So well, I, I'm, you... in, I'm in good hands. You yeah, know? you're absolutely in good hands. Speaking of good hands... I've met people in this in in this studio. In this class, in the yeah, studio, yeah. In the studio. So I walk out. I'm just talking to the guy sitting on the steps of of the building. And uh he's wearing sunglasses. I can't really tell you who he is. We're just having a conversation. He walks in, gives the teacher a big hug. They walk in. It's John Bon Jovi. Whoa! I was like, wait a minute, is that who I thought it was? And I got up and went upstairs to, you know, like, to pay for the lesson. He's like, so you met John, huh? I was like, that was him? Well, you didn't get to see him a second follow-up. You didn't have a follow-up? You didn't see him again? No, no, no. I waited until his lesson was over. I so waited a full hour him. just to talk to him, you know. And he he's so nice. At no, first, a lot of people say that about yeah, him. Yeah. At first, he was like a little, like, friend, like who are you? And then, he, and then I, I was like, no, I'm a fellow student. I didn't realize who you were. I'm a really big, you know, I'm a big fan of your music, and I, I enjoy it. And Everyone's jammed out to Bon Jovi yeah, at least once. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, he was, he was happy to meet me, and I met him like in a really awesome context like i met him you know almost i don't want to say as his equal but like in in the same in boat his, as him yeah that's what i'm saying yeah the, under yeah, the same tree under the same tree as him and uh, that's really cool yeah and then a couple of years later he he had to cancel his madison square garden concert i think because he got sick and i'm waiting outside the room for my lesson he walks out again, and I'm like, hey, John, how's it going? And he's like, you remembered me. I was like... That's crazy. That's cool, man. I, I, oh, That's my cool gosh. He is so cool. And, um... I'm glad. I mean, look, if you're going to be that successful, I hope you can be cool to people. Yeah. You know? So, I'm like... I'm... So, I'm... I really think I've uh, learned a lot from from the whole experience well it's like you're saying you're in good hands i am I mean, you got hands. cindy and bon jovi two people who in their old age have actually kept up their voices pretty well yeah i would say probably cindy better than john um but no that's so that's next level yeah i think i, I think i can only uh, only get better from here i think cindy's voice was like going through like a paralysis phase before she even started seeing my teacher and she's been seeing wow. my teacher since before she was famous Jesus. So, um... It says a lot like, about your yeah. teacher. That says a lot about your teacher. She, she's, oh God, an angel on earth. Oh my God. I, I can't, I can't say enough things about her. Um, like my, 
Like like John Bon Jovi said, Katie, Katie will fix you up, baby. Like that's what he said to her. It's that's what he said to me. I was like, That's awesome. I can't believe he's like cracking jokes with me. This is unreal. Like, you know, Well, he's just a normal guy. Is, At the end of the day, all these fucking people that's, that's, no how special they all think they may think they are. No, that they, actually that's what I said to her. I was yeah. like, It's okay, he's just a regular guy. And she's like, I'm so glad you think like that. Yeah. I do. Like I was They're just still people. I was they, they, talk- they gotta they gotta buy groceries, they gotta get haircuts. I talk to them normal, like, you know, well, I mean, I don't really have that situation happen to me very often, but I'm not like one of those I learned this term in Nashville, the cult germs. Germs. Someone who's like, Oh my god, like, do you know who you are? I know who like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I feel like it's hard to gush. Yeah, it's yeah. one thing to be surprised because you're always yeah. Kind I of was be... I was taken by surprise, yeah, and I it's... was just like, you know, it's it's really cool to meet you, and I'm 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 glad I got to meet you, you know, before I, you know, die. <laughs> <laughs> before, before he dies. Yeah, thank you for making my life story a little bit more interesting today. It really, you well, know. Well, yeah, now you got a story that you can go on to local podcasts. Probably and talk the about. most exciting thing that ever happened to me in college. Yeah, I met John Bon Jovi. That's it. That, that, I mean, I, mean cool. I, I commuted to school. I have no stories. You know? That's fair. That's fair. Where'd you go? Hunter. Hunter. Very so nice. it was right there. I would walk, you know. Did from... you study music or what did you study? No, well, I studied music at NASA first. Cool. And then I um, was like, it's too classically stylized. I'm not going to need this. I, I'm, I'm able to use like the basic songwriting chord progression stuff, but um, I felt that yeah. I went to Nassau for over the winter for a couple music courses, and like it was all very classically based. Yeah. As opposed to like any kind of yeah, exploration so, with technique or yeah. So it, I, I took what I needed out of it, and then and then went to being an art major, mm-hmm. and I finished with that. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, where in arts? Fine arts or yeah, studio arts, fine arts. But um, now I'm like in the graphic design field. I do a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Oh I hear gosh, you. I, I spend a lot of my day job inside of uh, Adobe Cloud. Yeah. 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 I don't know those. That kind of stuff's fun for me. Yeah. Kind of makes things really makes things easy for you. Yeah. You know, not that learning any of those programs is easy, but it's just crazy how much like visual creative power you have at the click of a button mm-hmm. compared to say 10 years ago yeah but yeah that's cool yeah what is uh do you play any other instruments other than guitar um well a little piano very little basic piano. i used to teach my neighbor but um i don't know if i'd be able to do it anymore because i'm a little rusty at it but mm-hmm. i know enough to write music and play that's scales cool. and tune my guitar although i i use a snark for that but you know do you if, find melodies on it yeah, I, I do that. Some of that, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, one of my favorites that I've written, I was at the piano in a practice room at Hunter because uh, I had I had time to kill between classes, and I just was like, okay, I really like how this is going. And it's easier to find chords that complement each other when you're playing on the piano as opposed to the guitar. Yeah, because it's you're almost like just blindly jumping around on the guitar. Because it's like all like right in front of you. Yeah, you can almost like make sense. You of can it. lay it out. That's why they say like if you learn piano first, you can jump into any other instrument so much easier. Yeah, because you have like literally music theory laid out right mm-hmm. in front of you, and you can understand it from a visual perspective. Yeah, I've always been like basic good on piano. Yeah. I never really got like crazy like 
I can like not think about it at all mm -hmm. and have a good time. It's like, no, I have to remind myself. Oh yeah, the finger goes there and that. <laughs> I've never really been too good at piano. Yeah, I also can play the Irish drum, the Boren. Do you have one at home that you yeah. fuck with? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you record with that at all? Um, I have this home movie from St. Patrick's Day about six years ago. God, my brother's going to kill me for mentioning this. but <laughs> He's dancing around in the background. In his underwear? No. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think at that age it would have been illegal because he was probably like 12 at the time. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, oh God... Now he's really gonna kill you. Yeah, now he's gonna kill me. But uh Yeah, no, but it was it was awesome. He's like, I'm gonna show you my Irish moves and he just like goes off, you know, it was really fun. Um But yeah, no, I haven't I haven't played it in a while, but I definitely need to pick that up. Yeah, just because it's fun. And uh yeah. Well, do you have any instrument you'd want to learn? What's on the horizon? What instrument would you learn today if you could just pick one up and know it? The harp. The harp. I have Interesting. A, yeah. I mean, I don't really have any time to do it right now, but when I do, I want to play the harp. That could be wild. Yeah. That could be wild. Those That'd things could be wheeled in. When I was in college, when I was in choir, um... We once had somebody come in with a harp to play a harp along with what we were singing. Yeah. And, oh, you don't realize how loud they can be. Yeah. They can they can take up the room, mm -hmm. like, possess the entire, like, acoustics of a room. It was, yeah. It was an experience just to watch somebody play it. I was just kind of captivated, and I was like, it's like string piano. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I kind of make sense of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like everything's in front of you, and you need to, like... Yeah. Fuck where necessary. Yeah. So but that's cool. That's very cool. But uh, we did hit an hour. So, so we got to wrap up. But do you have anything you want to spit at the people before we let you go? I feel like I'm always seeing you around Easter time. Yeah. You know, I, I used to. I see you every <laughs> Easter. It's, it's just funny. Like. I saw you at um, uh, La Strada last. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like before that. It was church. It was church. And before that, I, I did you ever used to come to the concerts I used to do on like weekends during like early college years? Yeah, I did. I, I did once. You have to see one of my concerts. I've been to yours. Your brother's been to two of mine. Fair, fair. You know what? You just have to let me know. I'll of course be there. I'll promote it. I'll Thank bring you. people. I got you. Thank you. Just get in my ear about it. I'd be more than happy to promote it. Thank you and so much. And I would much. definitely want to see you. Promote. Oh gosh. I, uh, yeah. And... I let me know when your next show is because I really enjoyed the last one that you did. Yeah, no, it was a good time. You know, yeah. my my vocals became shredded mid show, but it was a fun time for sure. That was fun. I remember, I remember we went back to uh, uh, Stromer's apartment after the show, and I could oh, yeah. barely speak. Oh, gosh. And you were like, "Are you okay?" Oh my god! And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I just can't talk." You know? Oh god. <laughs> But uh, tell people where they can find you on social media or anything along that where you want them to follow you. Okay. Voice of Maria Rose on Instagram. Also, Voice of Maria Rose dot wix dot com. Check the description. I'll have it in the description. Check yeah, it in the description. Slash V O M R because I 
don't have any money to pay for my own domain. So I did the free long ass one. There you go. That <laughs> you works. Know? Hey, you know what? Struggling musicians, you got to do what you got to do. You got a penny pinch. You got a penny pinch. You got to, you know, just be stingy where it counts and splurge where it also counts. There you go. Yep. <laughs> All right. Everybody heard her first. I hope you enjoyed. Maria Rose, yep. thank you so much for coming on. It's, it's off the charts. What would you